Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back again. Week two of the preseason is done. We're halfway through the preseason, which means we are less than two weeks away from the start of this NFL season, this Lions Super Bowl season. And we're drinking the Blue Kool-Aid hard on this podcast, talking all our stock up in the last preseason game against the Texans. A loss, but a lot of good things. Then we discuss Matt Stafford sitting yet again. And UJ um, brings up the King Quad. Um, go to our Instagram and Twitter if you want to see more of that. But we'll definitely talk about it on here. <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. Um, and then last but not least, just some roster projections. And who we think is on the bubble, who's firmly on the roster, and things of that nature. A lot of good stuff in this podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please share and subscribe. Leave a review. Um, but last but not least, time for the podcast. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast, where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rug Dog, Bob, Connor, and I'm your host, Big Z, to talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back. It's August 19th, and the Lions have yet again lost a preseason game, which um, I, I think I'm excited about, just be as we've talked about before, uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, but we got UJ, Rudd Dog, and Bob. Yo! Yo! What's up? Here, but and 
no worries. We're all drinking the blue Kool-Aid harder than ever on this podcast still. Oh, yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Got a fresh batch. Um, so good, baby. So good. <laughs> uh, so what – I just wanted you guys uh, just really quickly give one word about uh, to describe this game. Eh. Meaningless. <laughs> I like uh... – I like eh. <laughs> I like eh. Let's go with that. It's the preseason. Um... No one cares. That's a good word. The for media it. cares. The media, yeah. <laughs> We're not like the traditional media. We don't have to get all hung up on every little thing. No, no. Uh, but uh, I mean, there was a lot of good things. A lot more good things in this game, I think, than the previous game. That's for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I just want to get right into it. I want to get uh, into our stock up first. We're drinking Yo. blue Kool Aid hard. On Jalen Reeves, maybe I think this guy had a great yeah. game. He definitely stood out amongst the pack, at least especially in defense. Uh, in oh this yeah, game. He did. absolutely. The guy was all around the ball. I think we've been breaking hearing. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Making a tackle for a loss and breaking up a pass with two consecutive plays at one point. I think he had six tackles. Is I that correct? He tied for yeah, yeah. I think five, but, but yeah, maybe five six. or six. Yeah, five, right five. There. I think yeah. five is the answer. Um, good game, though. But we've been reading about how he's been having a good camp, and it's nice to see um, that validated on the field, especially for a guy that um, at least a lot of writers and some other people had on the bubble for the roster. I think the biggest thing about that. him being on the bubble, though, was honestly a sort of one of those, like, uh, sort of like the way people judge players coming out of the out of college football to the NFL. They look at simple things like size and like shape like he was he's he's a little light for the linebackers we want for this scheme i don't think it was really based on his ability i think but he definitely you know he doesn't fit the scheme necessarily but i mean the guy can play so i think he's got a real strong spot on this roster or chance yeah he, he really stepped up his game he really did he looks good the last two games actually yeah, yeah i think he's making a good argument to be on that roster for sure definitely and he was a gamer in college, so I mean, I, I'm excited to see what he can do with an extended role potentially. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And uh, I mean, another guy that really stepped up in this game as well. Um, you mentioned him last week, UJ, as well. We almost forgot him in stock up, um, but he continues to play Harman really well. <laughs> yeah, Harmon Killebrew. Yeah, Carmen. UJ calls him Harmon Killebrew. We know him as Miles Killebrew. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Miles well, Miles Killebrew. They yes, have a very unique relationship. UJ yeah. and he had five and tackles Killebrew. and one for a loss, I believe. And two, yes. and two home runs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had five solo tackles, one assisted tackle, one tackle for a loss, and uh, Reeves may have been also five tackles. Um, so, I mean, so really good guys that were maybe on the bubble uh, seem to be firmly on the right side of the bubble here going in. To the yeah. third yes. preseason game, and it's exciting because those are guys I feel like we've like highlighted as guys we've wanted to see more from for a couple of years now. So it's exciting to see them kind of living up to it. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you were going to mention him next, but Okwara also looks really good. My in this boy, game. yeah, yeah. he had the only uh, pass rush of the game. I think. I think the rest <laughs> of the defense line just kind of stood there. They were taking naps. Tired camps along, and it was quite incredible the lack of pass rush throughout most of this game from the Lions D line. It was very yeah. bewildering. Well, I mean, who do we got? I mean, Okara is the only guy who I think is going to get the most meaningful snaps out there. Well, Ashawn, uh, but 
Uh, yeah, but exactly Aishon looked pretty out of shape to me. I think Aishon just taking the preseason uh, off. <laughs> I think so. I don't think he's yeah. ever been a like a, a practice guy. It sounds like because even like last yeah. year he was like he had a rough camp and people were really doubting him. And then, I mean, it did kind of wait till snacks came around, but he had a great season in the long run. So, hey, as long as he's there when the season starts, that's all that matters. So he's gonna be fighting for yeah. playing time with guys like Daniels getting it. He will be. It's gonna be competitive. Yeah, that, yeah. which is good. They yeah. raise all their games. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It will. Another guy whose stock is up is, uh, and we finally, I, I don't think I've read a ton about him in the, the offseason here, but Will Harris stepped up in this game as well. He definitely made some he plays. Did. He had a couple yeah. coverage issues. I thought there was one, uh, a tight end that caught a touchdown in the corner of the end zone that uh, he did not have great coverage on. Or was that was that Harris? Are you talking about the one where they, at the, towards the end of the game where he dropped it in the corner on the right side of the field? I think so. Ah, that was the other guy, uh, Anthony um, Adams. Shoot, Adams. 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 Yeah, and that wasn't. I didn't think that was necessarily. No, I'm talking about the, the touchdown by the Texans where they caught in the corner of the end zone, and then they called it back for holding. Ah, that one. Oh, I, think, I think that was oh. Harris on the coverage there. Yeah, I don't think okay. he. I think he had a little bit of a an up and down game, but I think the important thing is that he showed potential because I don't think he's necessarily going to be heavy in the rotation to start off as a rookie anyway. We got no. a lot of talent. But if he can just show that he's worth investing in, sort of like uh, Tracy Walker did the year before, though he did yeah. kind of make more of an impact early. But still, I mean, he just got to show he's worth holding on to. Yeah, and he scored the he scored the touchdown in a yep. nice scoop and score, and uh, well, and he, he broke up a pass on a third down, which yeah. forced a punt. And you mentioned so, a, yeah. uh, you mentioned a choir earlier. We forgot to mention that he forced the fumble on that. Uh, dropping into coverage a little oh, bit yeah. and then running out to the flat and knocking it out as the guy tried to extend the ball. And that's the kind of hustle Ooh. and turnover-prone defense that we want. I love seeing yeah, guys like, like him yeah. dropping into coverage. I don't know. There's just something about it. A big dude like that who can rush the passer, stop the run, and drop into pass coverage. I mean, that's such a diverse package. That's I, I mean, yeah. and he's going to learn more from working with Trey Flowers. I, I have – I have big hopes for this guy going forward. I mean, I've I've loved the signing ever since we got him, but he turned out to be a really bargain pickup for us from the Giants. No kidding. A couple years yeah. ago, so yeah, yeah, turned out to be. Um, hey, another, let me let me throw a name out there, Z, because you wrote it. him off as to the dustbin of history, but and then he came out like Joe Montana this year. Oh, easy, easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs> <laughs> Josh he Johnson? Looked, he looks yeah. pretty good. He looked great. David Fowles is who we're referring to, by the way. Uh, David David, <laughs> David Fowles, 12-19, 226 yards and a touchdown, and he looked like a completely different human being out there this week than oh last week. Oh, my gosh. He looked excellent. <laughs> yeah, he threw some, some nice deep balls, you know? So. It was headline surprising. Red. It was very the headline surprising. read, fails, fails to fail. <laughs> Jeez. That's good. Yeah. If there wasn't yeah. a headline like that, then – the press really messed up. I mean, Josh Johnson looked awful in this game. Uh, he did. I don't know if it's a product of being there for just one week. Uh, like, this is the first game he played in, and he's been there for one week. David Fales has been there all offseason. I don't know if it's a fair comparison or not in that regard. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, the guy probably doesn't even know what team he's on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's been at 13 teams in, in 13 years or whatever. Yeah, about years, a baker's so. dozen. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's just a trivia answer. 
For the guy who played right. on 13 teams. Yeah. yeah. He's not, no, not a QB. Yeah, Josh. I do not think he's making the team. Huh? I, I, don't, I don't think it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Josh Johnson made this team. He's got he's got a couple more games to prove himself. I think Josh yeah. Johnson right now has a better chance of making the team than David Fells. Uh, that might be true, but I think Savage is going to come out of his concussion protocol and they'll stay with him. I I, I I would like Savage to be. I just don't know what the status of that concussion is, and what the Lions, you know, medical staff, you know, what they yeah. what they think of it because this is his third concussion in four years. We've had bad luck with guys with concussions. Yeah, like well. between Job at best, T.J. Lang. I mean, I feel like concussions are like real, real. Well, Job at best was the crapshoot going in. I mean, they gambled on him. Yes, that was a big gamble. Bad concussions. They, that's oh, how they yeah. got him so where they did in the draft. He was great for one memorable game against the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. More than one. (laughs) That's that's the one I remember him more most for, though. I longed for the days when we didn't have concussions. You know? (laughs) Back in the days when you just got your bell rung a little, and then you go back out there. I mean, sometimes they had to point you in the right direction because you didn't know where you were exactly. But concussions wasn't a thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, Rud Dog, what's your? You have a concussion story, don't you? Oh God, you make me bring that up now. <laughs> All right, here goes. Yeah, I had a concussion in, in uh, during camp, my uh, senior year in college. What college? Wabash College, Crawfordsville, Indiana, baby, little giants. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I was out there on the field, and I mean, I, I don't know when the hit happened. If it was a few plays earlier, or whenever. But I'm just standing there in between plays, and there's a train track that runs right by the field, and the train comes by, and the horn goes off, and I was like, do it, do it, and I just start going, tears just start coming out of my eyes, and I'm like, why is it so loud? <laughs> and my my friend and my teammates are like, dude, Red Dog, you're, you're struggling, bro, you got a concussion. <laughs> I swear I wasn't crying. Because uh, anything other than a concussion, okay? Just an emotional attachment to trains. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. just so beautiful. Yeah. Loud I love, I love trains. Powerful. All those Thomas the Train videos you watched as a child. Yeah, exactly. Thomas the Train was a, the OG. Don't don't dock Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> you heard Ringo Starr in his head again. Uh, yeah. Hey, Dude, but, we're getting too specific on I wanna, uh, Thomas the Train. But, I want to uh, talk about this game, though. Did anyone else notice... Though, like, it looked like the Texans were going for their preseason rehearsal game while we yeah. were out there trying everything we could to run nothing like what we're going to run this season. Like, yeah. they were blitzing. We yeah. weren't rushing. We were playing zone defense, which, like, all the time, never playing man. Most, well, maybe not never, but most of the time. We didn't look anything like what we're expecting to see out of the, you know, right. play calling this year. So, I, I mean. Chris is not going to give anything away in preseason. No, I mean, no, they're they're trying their hardest not to give up anything. But there was one play I really liked, and I think we can see the Lions run it in the regular season. Um, it was TJ Hawkinson. They had a fake zone to the right. It looked like he was blocking, and he did a good job of faking and then leaking out for a wide open like uh, pass in the flat for twenty two yard gain. And I, I that was really nice, and that's what he can bring. And I just like to speed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you have a guy, (laughs) so that was a first and 10 play. When you got a guy like that, that's that good of a blocker. 
Um, the defense has to respect that, and that's what can bring him open when you have a guy that's that good of a blocker and he has that good yeah, receiving definitely. ability as well. Not to mention just his speed. Like he wasn't, his speed was not highlighted on his profile coming out of college. Like he ran a sort of average speed for a tight end, but man, he looked like he could really yeah. move out there. Oh yeah, yeah, he's super quick, like off the blocks, man. His first few steps, man, he just. Did you see how he finished that? How he finished that run, though, how he leaped in the air. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and, cool. and oh, yeah. it, it reminded me of the Golden Tate thing against Minnesota a couple of years ago when uh, he just threw his body up there. And, <laughs> when he I mean, the face in his butt. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> or Eric Ebron. He did that, too, if you want that reminder. Yeah. I did that a couple times. No, okay, thank I'll, you. I'll, that one back. We'll, we'll I'll, look, I'll withdraw that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I resemble that remark. Uh, there's another play I wanted to bring up as well, and this is a guy really on the bubble. Uh, Travis Fulgham had a really nice 35-yard catch down the sideline. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> those are the type of catches that I think they drafted him for, really. He wasn't known yeah. for his short route ability. He's known for his deep ball ability. and it, it, uh, it, We've read about it, and we saw it there in the game as well. Yeah. He's firmly on the bubble, I think. I think he's close. It could go either way with him. Especially because he had a drop, too. So, I mean, it's hard to read too much into one play. So, yeah. yeah. Who, who are your guys' receivers right now making this roster Ooh. as of right now? Uh, so hard. Boy. There's Kenny Gowdy, Marvin Jones, and Amendola. So, do we have four receivers or five receivers? I'm going to say five. Let's assume five for this. Uh, and who are those remaining two? I say Chris Lacey for one. And probably Andy Jones, if not Fulgham. Hmm. I like Brandon Powell on there. I don't think Powell's is the He had a nice catch, too, in this game. There's also, uh, to consider, just to add to the argument here, uh, the Lions are being visited by wide receiver Dontrell Inman, who just was released from the Patriots. And this is a guy who had 800 yards in a season in his past. He's bounced around a couple teams, but... He's six three, big guy can make some plays, so that's gonna mix up this room even more. Yeah, and a veteran presence, uh, mm-hmm. which the Lions liked in Jermaine Curse. But, yeah. Uh, as far as I, I don't know, I, I like. Uh, yeah, Lacey sounds like a good chance. Uh, I mean, after that, you know, does does Powell offer enough in other aspects of the game? I, I, Just for retrospect, in this game, Andy Jones two catches for sixty yards, a uh, forty-eight yard catch. Brandon Powell, three catches for 53 yards, as long as it was a 21-yarder. Travis Fulgham, three for 52. Um, yeah. So, uh, Chris Lacey only had one catch for eight yards in this game. Didn't jo- didn't Jones have a drop? One of them had a yeah, drop. Yeah, Jones was targeted five times, had two catches. Yeah. <laughs> Towards the end of the game, man, that was such a disappointing ending when when uh, Fails was leading a comeback and three drops. Isaac Nauta, I think he played himself off the team in that game, honestly. <laughs> I mean, he's had a drop in both preseason. He had a games. Nice, he had a no, he had a nice catch though. Like the, the fell through it behind his head and he caught it. I don't know. You just gotta be you gotta be so consistent to be in his position and make this team. I think, but we'll see. I mean, we haven't seen much yeah. of Logan Thomas either. You were mentioning that yesterday. That's true. I, he's been a visible man out there. Yeah, but he's still a yeah. to make the roster. Uh according to all the writers, but, uh, yeah, you haven't really seen much of the guy. And preseason, you know, these games don't necessarily include everybody. Camp is really what's deciding these things, so. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say in this game as well, um, another 
Andrew Adams pick. We heard about his interceptions all throughout camp, and he had another one in this game. That was nice. Granted, I did not yeah. understand the throw at all. The guy threw it between three different Detroit Lions uh, near the goal line. The throw made no sense, but, you know, he caught it and he turned it over. Don't so. you dare knock Joe Webb. Joe Webb doesn't make yeah. mistakes. Adams made a great play, okay? <laughs> hey, hey, here's another guy we should all be happy about. Jelani Tavai mm. was, was a stuffer, run stuffer, man. He was taking on guards and tight ends. Anybody coming up the hall, he's he's going to be a force, man. I'm telling you, he looked yeah. pretty good. Yeah, if nothing else, he's very strong inside. He's very strong. He's not afraid to attack. I mean, he'll take on the guard or the you know the tight end who's ever coming at him. And he's hard to and move. He, yeah. He's a big boy. He gets good leverage. He's a big boy. I thought he looked <laughs> yeah. really good. Real good personally. pad level. Yeah. And actually, Christian Jones made a couple plays in this game too, which shocked me because. I don't hear his name too often, but he, he made a couple plays in this game. Did anyone else notice in the red zone he was covering someone on the perimeter? I don't know if it was receiver or tight end, but he was actually split out over the split receiver, covering him into the end zone. It was, I'm, I was yeah. really surprised by that. I can't believe that it throw to the guy that was defending him. Instead, they threw, against, uh, they threw a fade yeah, so to the, the corner of the end zone against that. Melvin. Yeah, and, and Melvin, Melvin made a nice play on it. He looked that Melvin's, was a good play by him. He looks good. Yeah. Tease Tabor, his injury is really uh, hurting him right now. Yeah, he needs he yeah. needs this camp. I mean, it's not you know it's not going against him per se. He's not losing ground, but he's not gaining anything, and he's up to every bit of proof he can get to make this team. I think. Um, there yeah, was I, a. What's that, UJ? Uh, no, I, I I just wanted to mention another guy who resurrected his chances of making the team. One of my favorites, Bo Bunch Bagel. He, <laughs> no. He, no, he didn't. He, he had a good game, <laughs> and Andre Adushi uh, had a bad game. Uh, he looked solid. Uh, Bunch Bagel did, and uh, no, I, I think no. he resurrected his chances. Yes, yes. No. Mark my words on maybe, this one. Maybe, maybe. Yes. I, I he looks solid, and he played a lot, too, and he did well. He, I love that you're he, fighting he, he for the guy. He's still a starter, like uh... I'm not saying that yet, but as far as make right now, just making the roster, I think he's got a uh, he gave himself a good shot after this game. Hey, so UJ, he does the rest of the preseason. But if, if you meet him in public someday, will you call him Bo Bench Bagel to well, his face? If, if that's what comes out of my mouth, <laughs> so yeah. I'll call him. Sometimes you never know. <laughs> it, you know when you're when you're drinking enough Kool Aid, sometimes things come out. That you just don't really know what's gonna happen. And so, <laughs> did Bo save your life at some point? Because uh, <laughs> he didn't stand out at all, and uh, uh, see him as. So you, you know, think he's a bonus? No, he he. Uh, he might be a practice. That's worth waiting for bum, by the way. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of well, O line, though, disappointment in Joe Dahl for lack of discipline in this game. Just when he seems to be separating himself, he gets two penalties. That's just unacceptable. He's probably running some extra laps in practice this week. Yeah, but yeah. I, I still like what I've seen out of him, though, still. I th I actually thought the offensive line played pretty well in this game, despite the quarterback playing behind them. Actually, there was one play that just totally blew my mind, and it was really disappointing to see uh, Glasgow. It was, uh, he was, in, it was like a zone right run. And Glasgow just totally runs by the linebacker and allows him to run right up the middle and make the play in the backfield. I don't know if anyone caught that. It was like in the first, obviously in like the first drive or two. And it, I was like, where is this communication? 
these guys are supposed to be getting this scheme now. It's their second – well, I guess it's their first year. Never mind. That's the defense. But the point is, I mean, he just didn't even see the guy. He was so busy trying to reach his gap that the guy ran right underneath him. Uh, for a guy who's been so consistent in there, he should – that was really disappointing to see. So you're saying one play. I mean, it was a mega miss, though. Like, the guy came free up the middle for a, a – tackle on the, a clean hit on the running back like that's unacceptable well yeah well, i agree <laughs> i think he's quite safe yeah he's safe Pretty that's safe. not my point but i mean or is this something we're gonna see this season that's i mean for no. a team that stresses no, attention I, uh, to no, detail i do not think so well why are but, we seeing you know, it now that's my question <laughs> Guys are gonna make mistakes now and then. It, it just happens to the best of them. So and it's a priest. I mean, you're in for two drives. Those kind of mistakes shouldn't happen. I'm just so. saying, you don't see the Texans making that mistake. I'm not gonna get too blown out of proportion, but it was a very disappointing play to see. I mean, we, we're not picking apart well, the Texans. I, I I bet we could find mistakes in there. No, they too. made zero. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. There is two plays I want to discuss in well in this game, and if it's a thing, uh, a vision of things to come in the NFL this season, there was two just horrendous penalties called against the Lions in this game. So the first yes. one was a chop block by T.J. Hawkinson, where yeah. they said he was blocking towards, uh, you know, the center line away from the play. He didn't even touch the guy, <laughs> and they got a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. I know. I mean, what the hell? You didn't know that's the new rule in the NFL? used to being a lion with those kind of calls. Yeah, like, yeah, welcome to Detroit. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. It's a penalty for wearing Honolulu blue. Yeah. I mean, he literally didn't touch the guy. That, do you guys think that should be a reviewable play? Like, do you think all penalties should be reviewable? And yet you still get only two challenges for the game. I'm thinking yes. Why not? I don't know. I mean, that's terrible. It was first and 10, then it became first and 25. And it would have been second and three instead it was first and 25. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. That is really bad. And there's a second one, and this is part of their new rule about blindside blocks, Abushi. Oh. Um, it's the classic play, the the quarterback scrambling, uh, the pocket breaks down a little bit, he rolls to his right, the defensive end ran up field, and then he's trying to chase him, and as he's chasing him, um, the guard has nobody to get, so he gets the lineman coming from behind, and he blocks him. It wasn't a, like a, you know a cracked block or anything; it was just a block slightly to the side, maybe. But they call them for a yeah. blindside block. As an old lineman, this this yeah. particularly just grates me. I like, mean, oh my! Like that's a classic football play. He's literally like, I mean, in this scenario, the quarterback wasn't necessarily threatened, but in any other scenario, like. So now you just can't block D linemen who clear a certain like circle circumference and are coming back towards the quarterback, like yeah. Oh my God, that just is the, so the stupid. The problem is when they the problem is when they go by the letter of the rule instead of the spirit of the rule. You know, it wasn't meant for that sort of play. But for receivers, if you applied it to it. I know. It's just they're the refs are doing things by the letter of the rule, and it's and this is where you need to you know, understand what the rule is for, and I don't think mm -hmm. they do. It's idiotic. So, yeah. I do want to say people were concerned last year about the running backs lowering the helmet uh, personal foul, and they called it a lot in the preseason, and then they stayed away from it more towards the regular season. So I'm wondering if yeah, we're just seeing like, so. a, uh, like a high amount of attention to these new rules to you know try to emphasize them, and then they relax a little bit during the season. I don't know, but well, I, yeah, I, I certainly hope that's the case. 
I do too. It's practice for the refs too, you know. I mean, they're yeah. trying to get their games down too. So. They need it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, if the preseason's for anybody, it's for the refs especially uh, to work yeah. out some of the new rules like pass interference, which is challenged twice in this game, both unsuccessfully won by each team. I think Patricia hey, just he, Patricia just threw it just for the hell of it. He like shrugged his shoulders, like, "Yeah, why not? Let's see what happens." That's exactly what he did. <laughs> it was funny. It was right. funny. Yeah, it I think was a, just... Hey, hey, did you see how Patricia called the refs over to him too? Because he was standing on his perch up there, <laughs> yeah. And he just waved the refs, and the refs came to him. Like the two refs came right up to him. between all his four Gatorade <laughs> bottles in his desk, essentially. It, it looks like a drum kit up there, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So I mean, let's let's move on. I think we commented on this game as much as we can. Uh, it is only the second preseason game. There's one more meaningful one against the Bills next week, uh, but we'll mention it at the end. But there's one glaring thing going on here uh, in this game. We really wanted to touch on. We touched on a little bit last week that he didn't play. I didn't play again. Shockingly, not even for a drive, which is very unusual. Um, that's Matt Stafford sitting for the entire game again. What what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do, do we need him? This is a new offense, and he has yet to play in a in a real game situation. Yeah, could I, could I start on this? Yeah, yeah go for yeah. it, Bob. I was thinking about it. Um, yeah, they, they were kind of making a big deal about this how he didn't play, and then he didn't play. And uh, I just thought it was interesting because I I read an article in the Sun Times today about uh, the Bears coach uh, Nagy and uh, how he's not playing anybody, and they're saying. This is the future, man. You know, and then when they see when they when Patricia's doing it, like, what the hell is he thinking? You know, <laughs> yeah. But, but I think it is kind of the future, and I hope they continue this way. Myself, personally, I they're doing these uh, joint practices, and that's what they're getting their real work in is that these joint mm-hmm. practices so they can control the situation. Right. I mean, I, I'd hate to see Stafford get injured in one of these stupid preseason games. I, I'm hoping they, I hope everybody rests everybody and then they realize how stupid these things are and just don't make us buy those tickets for the for our season tickets, you know, and just get rid of these season <laughs> games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you want an example, I mean, this is not a quarterback, but the New York Jets just had their starting weak side linebacker um, get knocked out for the year with a torn ACL. And Adam oh. Gase said after the game that uh, he – he highly regrets leaving him in there for one more. He, they wanted to leave him in there for one more drive because it's a new position for him, and uh, they they paid the ultimate price. Uh, yeah, because I'd rather see these guys play the regular season than than to lose them in these games. Cause oh, they're meaningless. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like Tom Brady yeah. didn't play in the second preseason game either. It's I don't think it's much to look into. I think the preseason think shouldn't did. be done away with because I think it's really important, but. It, the thing is, it's like it's really not important for the starters, like as much as it is for all the guys trying to, you know, make it in the league. It's it's so important for seeing how these guys respond at this next level, like the you know the rookies. It's it's I think there's some invaluable experience to ha- be had the first day you play in front of the lights in the preseason, where you don't necessarily have to commit to these guys on the regular season in order to see how they perform in front of a crowd. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not ready. I don't, maybe, I, I still don't think, you know, the season ticket holders yeah. should have to pay for them. But, like, as far as the preseason games, I think they still have an important place. It's just camp, I mean. But, yeah, as far as yeah. playing the starters and stuff in any kind of extensive role, I agree. I think it's it's smart to keep them out. And you're yeah. still not seeing the gameplay. I mean, the Bears are the same way as the Lions. They they they've got this uh, forward-looking offense, 
but it was the most bland thing they've been running so far. Like nothing interesting. Yeah, there's nothing so, to be gained know, from playing. Everybody's holding out for the regular season with the playbook. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's all about individual matchups. It's how do you do at your assignment? That's all it is at this point. It's how does that receiver make his routes? You know, how does that O lineman react to a yeah. you know a stunt? There, it's it's nothing to do with the overall scheme or like the scope of the game. I still find myself rooting for a win, but it's like who really cares? It's it's. You know, like David yeah, Fales, I mean, for instance, it, he made those passes. It might have been against third string, but he was dropping dimes. Yeah. I mean, another. Yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about uh, Stafford playing in the next couple of weeks? Do you think he should play or do you care? Or I, think he definitely, I think he definitely plays at least a series or two in the next game for sure. Yeah, I think I, so. I think he will too, just to just to get his feet wet a little bit. They, I don't think they'll leave him in very long. Typically, they leave him in, what, close to a half, right, in the third game, but. I don't think it's anything like that. No. I think it'll be maybe yeah. a couple series, you know. You know, there's an interesting thing I keep reading. Every time I read these articles, like, oh, why isn't he practicing? Why isn't he, why isn't he playing the preseason games? These, you know, reporters sort of losing their heads about it. They always mention, like, he took a week off from heavy throwing. It's like, yeah, this dude's been probably just, like, burning up his arm for the last two or three weeks. Why, you know, what's so bad about some rest and perspective at this point? I guarantee you he comes back re- more refreshed and having, yeah. you know, the things, the concepts he's learned sink, sunk in a little bit more. Well, here's another thing, too, that all the trolls and the haters out there, you know, uh, who just love to just bash these, this team, you know, over the years, and, and they keep demanding a change of culture and all. Patricia and Quinn are coming in, they actually changed the culture of this team. And, and they just continue to bash it because they're changing the culture. It doesn't even make right. sense. I mean, <laughs> but uh, I, I think they are changing a lot of things and that this team is going to reap the benefits here within the next, if not this year, by next year, I, I really see it happen. And I, I think it's really going to, you know, uh, it seems like the guys are really buying in this year. They're even talking about the buy-in couple of guys in, in interviews I've seen. And uh, yeah. yeah, there's I, way less I, of like that, you know, that undercurrent of commentary about like players are not like liking the new coach. And right. Not, the lo- the locker room right. seems good now. Kilbrew's even does. answered. Yeah. Kilbrew answered that in an interview. He said the buy-in this year is the biggest difference he noticed in camp this this year versus last. He said that they just people are bought in. But a quick thing to talk about culture from the top, like. Have you has anyone read about Martha Ford? What she her re- yeah. said recently? They asked her what her favorite memory is uh, uh, for the Lions, and she said her favorite memory is yet to come because she's <laughs> looking forward to the day they bring home the Lombardi Trophy. That's paraphrased, but I, I love it. Like you, you know, old man Ford, you know, got rid yeah. of soul. He was the kind of guy who hung on to you know friends because he liked them and not because they were producing results. And I just love that attitude. Right. Sounds like Jerry Reinsdorf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little bit. Um, uh, so just for some perspective, uh, Stafford threw five passes last year in the second preseason game, and then in the third preseason game he threw 18 passes. So are are we going to see eighteen? I, I'm going to guess around eleven to twelve in this game. Uh, Maybe a series. I'm not. <laughs> I, I I see at least two series and uh, two or three series in this one for him. You got to get some game work <laughs> at some point. 
I really don't know really? how important it's not it like is. A, yeah. I, I mean, they, they don't have joint practices this week, I don't believe. So I think no. he'll, he will get more work in the game. But they're settling into more like a game-type schedule now. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's their true. game plan. training camp yeah. schedule. So, yeah, it's, it'd be nice to – I just can't wait for the season. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, almost it's here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, hey, AZ, can I bring up something here that I've been wanting to talk about just real briefly? Okay? Yeah, go for it. Absolutely. All right. I, I've been – Twitting all these guys from the Lions, uh, uh, the beat writers and people like that. People who I think might have a, a say or, or, or ability to ask uh, something or request something. Or whatever. But I think we need to start a, uh, like a petition or something. Uh, I, want, I want the Lions to raffle off Patricia's quad, uh, the thing he rides around in practice. Uh, you know, when camp is over and they have it signed by the Lions team. And I don't want it to be auctioned off because then some rich guy will just buy it and, and us poor schmucks won't have a chance. But if you have a raffle and uh, and everyone has a chance at it, someone could win that that four-wheeler. That'd be awesome. Which, by the way, I'll tell you a little bit about that, too. Just only take me a second. It's uh, made by Suzuki. They call it the King Quad, uh, 750cc, four-stroke fuel-injected engine. Uh, yeah, power steering, all right, board and reverse gears, double wishbone suspension on both sides. This thing is a highly capable machine, okay? Imagine having this thing, you know, like to go to work or to, like, ride down to the liquor store, buy a, <laughs> buy a six-pack, you know. Or, 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 or to coach an NFL team with. Or to coach, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, it might be, you know. Yeah. Or be, Especially if I it's think, signed by the Lions Super Bowl team. I mean, that would just be even better. That'd so hashtag, hashtag raffle the quad. Raffle okay, Z, tell us our our Twitter handle now because we have one. DT KB drinking or DTBK sorry drinking the blue Kool Aid underscore Lions Pod. Yeah. Okay. Or you can check out our Instagram, Instagram. at just drinking the blue Kool Aid. Yeah. All one word, no spaces, no dash. But uh, if anybody has any ideas to get the Lions to get them to do that, please uh, do that. Okay, I'm trying, but I'm not. I'm not really connected, so. Yeah, I mean, hey, you, you, you called it. You yeah. called it twitting, so that's a bad start. <laughs> yeah, they should uh, raffle off that perch too. I'd, I'd like that for my man cave, that little coaching perch. I can sit back there with fill <laughs> those Gatorade jugs with beer. And, uh, be the ultimate <laughs> Sunday air <laughs> armchair quarterback. Hey, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Oh man. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, okay. Thanks for letting me say that. I had to get out of the way. How much does one of those ATVs go for? You know. Uh, right around ten grand. Oh my God, Jesus. Yeah, but I'll bet they could sell a, a shitload of uh, tickets and oh, absolutely. probably raise a ton of money for charity. You know, whatever charity they want, they could probably raise a hundred grand, maybe more. I don't know. Do they no, reimburse they... Patricia with part of it <laughs> for his ATV? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but. Uh... Yeah, I agree, UJ. I think, but I think personally, it should be at the end of the season. The raffle should run all season. Well, yeah. a lot of yeah. money. Yeah, you could ride it at halftime. You know, show people what it looks like. You know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want the whole team. You know, they have parade floats. I want the whole team to just go down middle Detroit with those. Just all, all drive ATVs down the, for the championship parade. That would be cool as hell. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be incredible. I don't know, because they're going to be pretty drunk. I was going to say the same thing, Bob. (laughs) Maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. (laughs) 
risky. <laughs> <laughs> they can all sit on the back with those oh, drivers. <laughs> yeah. We know how Stafford can down a beer, so I yeah, don't want true. to. Yeah, true. We're going to a lot after that Lombardi trophy comes oh, yeah. here. <laughs> um, so some some new Lions news. You mentioned Dontrell Lemon coming in, uh, meeting the Lions. But also some more exciting news. Some guys have been with the Lions for a while. Finally, it looks like Mike Daniels is suiting up for the Lions. Yeah. About time. Uh, we, right. we heard he was going to do it last week. Marvin uh, Jones back, week too. Later. Yeah, Marvin Jones is back as well this week. So the gang's slowly getting back together. Mm. Uh, Deshaun Hand's still out. Uh, Tease DeBoer still out. Tom Savage, Tyrell Crosby. Austin Bryant uh, and Tommy Lee Lewis and but Eric Lee. Flowers was activated off of the pup, right? Uh, he's he's not practicing yet. But yeah, he's, no, he's been activated. He's doing some he's doing some drills and yeah, things that's of that nature. Still like the one man. Like I just God, I can't wait to see him in Honolulu Blue out there. Oh yeah. God, he's hey, gonna be a beast. It's all gonna come together for that first game, man. We're all gonna. All oh yeah. Will be on the I don't want to see him in the preseason. That, I that's what they're playing for. Um. So to end this podcast, I just want to go over the. Um, the rest of the roster, we mentioned the wide receivers, but I just want to see what your guys is feeling on who's going to make this roster and just get your mid-preseason predictions uh, on who's going to make this roster. So a quarterback, obviously Matt Stafford, but who do you think uh, is going to back him up? I actually think they're just going to go with Savage and Fails and Johnson. And just I think the Stafford age is over. No, uh, I think so. <laughs> no, I, I think uh, – yeah. Honestly, I think Johnson has the strong the the strong inside lane right now with Savage being concussed. I mean, it's kind of hard to bring a backup who's been injured already once in the season when you got to rely on him potentially. But uh, if Fails puts together another performance, like he you know a couple more performances like he did last night or what was it Saturday, I think he could take it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to go Josh Johnson unless there's some quarterback out there that gets cut that we don't know about that maybe gets signed. Uh, unless Tom Savage yeah. is healthy enough. Because I liked what I saw out of Savage for the very, very brief moments we had with him. Well, see, t- tell me about what you liked about Johnson. I mean, Seriously, he was terrible. <laughs> yeah, he Like was I said, awful. it's hard I mean, to grade him on a one-week curve. On a one-week he curve. He was awful. I'm aware. I watched the game. I like that he I shares the, the same results. name as my brother-in-law God, so that we can man. have a running joke. Um, yeah. the, the one thing that did concern it. me was I, I thought he had not great pocket presence for a guy that's pretty athletic uh, in the from the quarterback position. On the first sack of the game that uh, yeah. the Lions gave up, there was pretty good protection. He had a wide open lane to the left, and he, he went to his right. He didn't, he didn't feel the pocket at all. He'd be I, still I running like today uh, if he yeah. took that. Like, I saw him... Uh, carrying a clipboard and he, he didn't drop it or anything so that's <laughs> that's about his best play but uh, yeah. he was yeah. he was awful on the field though i agree man i i hope it's if it is him stafford's gotta stay healthy we're doomed well it, yeah. it doesn't matter who it is stafford's gotta stay healthy hey, in, in but, defense yeah. of hard knocks this is when a good time would be to have hard knocks so we can see like maybe a couple of clips of the quarterback room see who the smart guys are who don't are play offering with, that information no you guys don't want to don't play that. with my don't say i didn't want it I don't play I with my emotions big z didn't want to see that Get out of here. Don't play with my emotions okay. talking about hard knocks yeah. right now. Jeez. I mean, me the, Raiders, the Raiders one is pretty entertaining. But. Getting me all hot. I don't like it. <laughs> um, so next position, running back. Uh, do we see Carrion, C.J. Anderson, Zach Center, Ty Johnson, and Nick Bodden all making it? Yes. C.J. Anderson. I, I mean, yes. I have seen yeah. nothing from C.J. Anderson Wait. to 
uh, confirmed that he should be on this team. Uh, he's confirming everything I thought about him, that he's a pud. LeGarrette Blunt 2.0. <laughs> uh, he might be right, but he's, I think he's going to make the uh, cut, though. Yeah, that, that actually oh, yeah, I think he will, me. too. It, they love LeGarrette Blunt and his pedestrian hey. ability last year. LeGarrette so. Blunt still not signed to an NFL team, by the way. They'll probably bring him back. He's not going to be. But no, so you think they keep all of them? Is that what you're saying, Big Z? Like they don't cut any of those? Blunt is that, smoking bloods right now, and the he's you know retired. Okay. I mean, Nick Bodden's pretty exciting to watch out there, too, as well. I, I like the the Lions running back core is pretty solid, especially with Ty Johnson mixed in there now with that speed in the backfield that we yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely were missing last year. It's yeah. still weird to see not having Theo Riddick, but uh, I, I think we'll get over it pretty fast. Who, who was wearing Riddick's number? It was uh, was it Stockton? Or to, who he scored a touchdown and he made a nice little Thompson touchdown scored a touchdown right or Thompson well I, whoever whichever one it was he made a nice move at the end in the goal line to score there and carry on still looks really good he had three carries in this last game and he still looks great yeah <laughs> and of course the announcers got him wrong they kept calling Ty Johnson carry on Johnson <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right you got to earn it you got to <laughs> earn it in the NFL yeah typical of the announcers who call Lions games <laughs> so, you know. They don't, yeah. they don't know what they're talking about. I mean, we already talked about the wide receiver and tight ends. I want to get to the offensive line. Ugh. So, I'm, the, the, all the obvious names are there. Decker, Dahl, Ragno, Glasgow, Wagner, Wiggins, uh, Abushi. Tyrell Crosby has not had a great offseason, unfortunately. Uh, no. yeah. But based on everybody else on the roster, I don't think Ben Schwagel or whatever you'd call him. Bench Bagel. His name's Ben Schwal, Um is not going to make – I don't think he makes a team. Maybe the practice squad. Andrew Donald is awful. Like he, that guy's terrible. Uh, Ryan yeah, Pope, huh? this big undrafted free. He's barely played. He's barely played in the preseason games, and that's really He'll bad. Be lucky to make the practice squad. He sounds like a statue based on everything. I've I mean, read. good for him. He got paid a lot to do pretty much nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's gonna make it. Turns out it's I easy to stand there, let guys yeah. run around you. He's the most expensive parking cone in the NFL. Right I think now. Bench Bagel makes it though. That's my prediction. <sighs> He's making the 53-man so. roster. I don't think so. Yeah, this is the future. They're, these guys are still playing for the future, too, and they're getting these young studs, man, coming up. I'm telling you, this guy was a stud in college. He's going he's gonna to pan out just because he started out slow. I think he's he's prime practice squad. I think squad. he could be a pro, but not this year. Actually, yeah, not I this year. see him maybe practice squad, but uh, I don't no. see him making the roster. I don't either. Okay, okay. Um, I want to go to the defensive line. So, obviously, we have Trey Flowers, Snacks, Mike Daniels, Aquara, Robinson, Hand. Uh, Austin Bryant hasn't done much, but, I mean, he's a high draft pick. He's going to be on this roster yeah. if he's hurt. Um, and a lot IR, of and a big name that's come up is uh, Kevin Strong, the undrafted free agent. We've mentioned him on this podcast a couple of times. That would be eight defensive linemen. Uh, I... I, I wouldn't be shocked if he made it just based on what we've read about him in practice. And he, he actually looked pretty good against the run in this game as well. He made a couple plays. I'm kind of leaning toward Mitch Lowen. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's right on the bubble there well. too. It's it's close. It's close. Big, strong guy. I don't know. Uh, it's tough between those two guys, Kevin Strong and Mitch. I think one of those two guys will make the roster. Yeah, I do um, think they go eight defensive linemen though. I'm yeah. saying PJ Johnson for practice yeah. squad this year. Yeah, I could definitely yeah. see PJ Johnson. He showed. I mean, he. Spin. I saw him out there. He didn't look great or anything, but he moves pretty well for such a big dude. I think he's got some nice potential. 
Yeah, I agree with that. He does have potential. But yeah, the, with the, yeah. as much depth as we have, especially D tackle specifically, I just don't see him making. It. And he can't. He's not a guy who can line up on the edge or anything. He's a, a nose tackle. So yeah. Um, at linebacker, uh, Jared Davis, Devin Kennard, Christian Jones, Tavai, Reeves, Maben, and Killebrew. I think that's pretty. Well set the stone at this point. Yeah, yeah. I agree. yeah. So Garrett Dooley, Malik Carney, and Anthony Pippen would be cut that are currently on the roster. What about Longa? I mean, he's injured right now, so, so he just I, gets like a pass. Then, huh? well, he's he's on the injured reserve until they cut him. What when he gets healthy? How many is that on your on your list of making it? Then is that six linebackers? That's six linebackers. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> It's a lot of linebackers. Yeah. So in the secondary is where it gets a little more interesting, I guess. Slay, Coleman, yes. Alvin, uh, Tease DeBoer, who hasn't practiced in three weeks. Uh, Jabal Agnew, Awarie, who looked uh, up and down in this game. Uh, Quandre Diggs, Tracy Walker, Tavon Wilson, Andrew Adams, Will Harris, and Charles Washington. Uh, so yeah. the people that would be cut are D. Virgin, Mike Ford, Jamar Summers, Andre Chetri, Jonathan Elston, and C.J. Moore. I will say Mike Ford didn't capitalize on his little flash at the end of last season. Yeah. He's looked like yeah. a non-factor, definitely, you know, fodder this year. I, I yeah, that yeah. list sounds about right. Maybe it's not everything I I've think seen. it is. I think that list is about right. Yeah. I think Tabor still yeah, makes think. the team uh, as long as he doesn't come back from his injury and look like crap. That's 12 guys in the secondary, but you know, Patricia uses a lot of defensive backs mm-hmm. in his scheme, so they're going to need those guys. And they're all going to have to contribute at some point, too. Even the rookies, even the young guys. So I like what I've seen out of Rowarie. I mean, he's not perfect, but he's got some nice, unique talents to put out there. So Yeah, you, he's definitely a guy that's going to make this roster, I think, just because of his potential at the very least. Like, you don't want him to go to yeah. another team. Size, his speed, yeah, he looks good. Um, a lot of writers are between, uh, including D-Virgin or not, on the roster, and I think I saw one Raider cut Tease DeBoer and have D-Virgin on the roster just because Tease hasn't played, or maybe Tease goes the IR. I, I, we don't know what his injury is, so it's hard to say. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's always one surprise cut, though, the Lions always make, it seems. I would expect to see that at receiver more than anything uh, because we, we have Andy Jones and Chris Lacey, but maybe they go Fulgham instead. I mean, that wouldn't be a, a surprise yeah, by any means. So but, yeah. the I mean, there's so yeah. many names in the bag. I'm just saying there's there. any maybe unpredictability. It's mostly at receiver, I think, and maybe tight end with Isaac Nada. Especially since we don't get to see these guys at camp. So. Yeah. I, I, I would say Nada's heavily in the bubble, except I, I really get this feeling they want to keep four tight ends uh, for the scheme they're going to be running and everything. So I think Nada will make it personally. But Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. If they keep four, yeah. Oh, and I, I think Matt Prater is going to make the team. I think uh, Don, sure Don Bullback is going to make the team, I think. He's my surprise kid, so? Don. No, is I'm Jimmy kidding. Landis still on the team? <laughs> 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 oh, God. That is easily Bob Quinn's worst pick ever. I, um, But we don't have to dwell on that one. Uh, and then Sam Martin appears to be beating out Ryan Santoso for the second year in a row. Can't. What? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, no battles there. No surprise. We're not like the Chicago Bears who double doink uh, and have to, you know, find their uh, find a kicker all preseason. It, hold on. What uh, what do you guys think for the return job? It's not really necessarily – what do you guys think is it, that's going to look like between punt and kick return? Uh, I'm going to say Agnew. For both? I'll say Agnew for punts. 
for kick return, uh, boy. Out of all the kick returns, I think Brandon yeah. Powell's looked the best, actually, which makes me, you know, maybe that helps. I don't him get even on know if roster. he's going to be on the team. Well, that's what I'm saying, but I'm saying maybe yeah, helps him get on the roster. I think he's making that team. Have they been doing oh, Ty but, Johnson? Oh, I, I, there was one more play I want to bring up this game. So you brought up, I think it was Brandon Powell who got the screen, the screen pass, quote unquote, because Josh Johnson, <laughs> it was like a five yard screen pass, and he threw it in the ground. It was a terrible pass. It was to the right. Oh, oh it was really, really bad. I just want to. Bring That's up your that guy. Play. That's your guy. <laughs> just some my guy. What? You said He's your guy, your certified. Guy. You heard it here yeah. first, Big Z's guy. Never said that. Yeah, Big Z's guy yeah. who's second-string quarterback. Get out of here. You even had to order that custom jersey because they don't have it in the shop yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I believe I once heard Big Z say, Josh Johnson is my single favorite player on the Detroit Lions of all time. Yes, I think, yeah, um, you, you definitely heard that one. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Um, I can't. It's my place. So... Uh, I I think that's all uh, we need to discuss about the Lions. I mean, we we can go on forever, right? <laughs> yeah, let me just throw one non-Lions thing in real quick. Go Uh-oh. for it, yeah. Uh, Mich- Michigan is ranked seventh going into the right. season. I think oh, that's going to be pretty exciting. Go Blue. I Nobody think Notre cares. Dame was ranked ninth, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Sorry, Notre Dame's going to whoop them. <laughs> Notre Dame, what? Don't worry, Big Z's got <laughs> Illinois in this race, so, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Watch out. Yeah, Michigan Bloody seven, points. Notre Dame nine. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and Mich- uh, Michigan plays Notre Dame October twenty sixth at Michigan this year. Oh yeah, Fighting Irish right, gonna wipe go. the floor. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I'm sure we'll have some comments on that in the future, no doubt. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, college football is starting Friday, so football is like. It, it's, I mean, it's here. Yeah. Who, who do we play this week? Buffalo, right? Yeah, we play Buffalo this week, and we are at home, okay. so we don't have yeah. to. Tra- Luckily, the Lions do not have to go all the way up to Buffalo, uh, New York, to play that game, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that is to be concerned if Stafford plays is that Buffalo has a really good defense and a really good defensive line, so it'll be a good test for the offensive line. But I mean, just. If you don't want to get a guy hurt, I mean, it's always a good defensive line because these are professionals. But I mean, Buffalo has an outstanding. As long as they block better than they did for Savage in the first game, he'll be all right. And I will be a little interested because uh, the Buff, a lot of people were kind of mad during the draft. Buffalo was right after us. They drafted Ed Oliver. We did not. So I just want to see if he makes a couple plays in this game. I hope Hawk blocks him at some point and like pancakes him. Yeah, Hawk's gonna pancake him. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but. I That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. It'll happen. Like he choke yeah. slams him. Like just like picks him up with one arm by the throat. <laughs> like slams him. Yeah, that happens. I'm sure. I see it now. <laughs> yeah, but the big game is, is game four against the Cleveland for the uh, the Great Lakes Trap Classic uh, Trophy. You know that goes around. <laughs> yeah, right. So. <laughs> yeah, please lose oh. that game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that trophy. Yeah, so Lions 0 and 2 in preseason. That means they're gonna go. Uh, they're on their way to 16 and 0 in the regular season. Which oh, I yeah. like. That's right. Yeah, baby. Everyone knows it's inverse when Ex- it comes to the preseason. I mean, if you're a Lions fan, you believe in the inverse. That's for sure. Well, we saw what four no got us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I I think that's gonna wrap it up here this week, everybody. If you like what you heard, please um subscribe to the podcast. 
if you don't like what you heard, Subscribe. comment, make fun <laughs> of us. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. leave a review either way on um, iTunes. Uh, we really appreciate it. And hit us up on social media again. Um, Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid on Instagram and at DTBK underscore Lions Pod on Twitter. Uh, please hit us up there. Comment. Uh, maybe we get you to call in on the pod as well. Uh, give your comment. Or just leave a question on there. We try to answer it for you. Hey, hold on a second. I'm going to drink some blue Kool-Aid. Go for it. Can you hear that? Uh, no, we I, could not. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're very, you're a very quiet drinker. It was very awkward. I had, a, I had a sound effect. It didn't work. <laughs> uh, oh god. Uh, Maybe it's that twitting. That, it's that twitting that you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you got to stop twitting and maybe do some tweeting. Okay. <laughs> I will. I'll learn. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, just uh, keep tuning in to the Lions. Uh, I mean, we're two preseasons game uh, away from the regular season starting. Yeah, Things are getting really exciting. Get yeah. So last but not least, Ow. as always, go, go Lions! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, Stand and cheer the brave, rock, 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 go hard, win the game, with honor you will keep your fame, down the field and gain, a Lions victory, go, go. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.